All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to real life, everyone. (laughs) What is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? New intro. Yeah, that's old, man. I say you say it all the time, and I'm always like, ah. We don't need a new intro. I'm not admitting. Let's make one today. We're all in studio. Five of us. All five. All five members of BTS. All five members. Do it acapella. Yeah. Back to back Did again. Someone like lay down a beat. How do we what like boys to men style? When was the last fucking time all five of us were in the same? Yeah, a long time. Really? Yeah. Well, oh. I haven't seen Wanye in physically in person for probably two, three months. I'm a Bitcoin now. It yeah. exists in the real also, world. Also, you don't. You don't. I'm only you in the cloud. You're not worth anything. No, this is all hologram. <laughs> speaking of Bitcoin. Oh boy. So. <laughs> whatever bankman fry yes let's talk about bankman this i got fraud. theories he is on a podcast this is this is in april i my my buddy was like a very anti-crypto guy. He's like you have to listen because he's podcast. a true finance guy <laughs> and how he explains crypto and crypto yield farming is explaining exactly what a Ponzi scheme is to a T. But (laughs) capitalism, if you break it down, is kind of a Ponzi scheme. Like if you said, I'm going to put a bunch of people in a room, make them work for way less than what I'm billing them out for, and then keep that, you'd be like, well, that doesn't sound right. And you're like, I'm going to bring a new wave in and a new wave in. Like you can easily, I know the argument you're making, but But, uh, it does have utility crypto. Well, this is how he explained it. You can pay with stuff. He's like- well, it, as long as everyone agrees, there's value, right? It's a, it's a, there's a, it, so the minute you don't have agreement, you're fucked. Well, like a, sorry, go ahead. So he's like, yeah, no, it's like, it's crypto is like a box. 
Just think of this box and you put money in the box. And for putting in the money in the box, you get these X tokens for putting your money in your box. And that is your return for the box. And what happens is, is the sexier, more prettier boxes get more money put into them. Therefore, higher returns of coins are paid to these people. So that then it uh, creates a situation where more money wants to flow in because you're getting this return for your money of these coins. How does one make a sexy box? You get so Tom Brady that to talk about it. it. So, yeah! <laughs> so all this money's going in returns are being paid out just because this money's going in. But essentially that money is going to pay those returns or the return. It has no value. So therefore this is the definition of a Ponzi scheme. You give me a hundred thousand dollars. I will give you 10,000 rocks a year. Provided you think that's worth something to you. I keep the hundred grand. Sexy you rocks. You get your rocks. Sexy rocks. Mm-hmm. When Herbalife was getting taken to court as being a Ponzi scheme, right? The Like how they proved it wasn't was if you join one of these like. Um, you need Carl Icahn to jump in here somewhere. Skincare Ponzi schemes where everybody sells candles. Candles. Yeah. But nobody actually uses the candles. You can't find anyone who's like, I love those candles that my neighbor sells. I go through them all the time. Herbalife, they're trying to prove that no one actually used it. They just sold it to each other. It was just like a Ponzi scheme because nobody was actually using Herbalife, right? I think it's the same thing for crypto. Like a lot of these coins, there's no transactions. They're not used for shit. I saw a 60 Minutes episode once where they they talked to like three people who were at different levels of like a Malaluka or like a Herbalife type of thing. And so what they would do is they would get offers to like buy large quantities of things from the company at a really discounted price. The more you bought, the more the lower the price was thinking that these people would then turn around and sell it to their friends. So the people would like want to take advantage of the biggest package they could get where they would save the most amount of money. So most of them would have garages full of product and could never sell a single one of them. And so the overall company is making money because it's selling its product in one way or another, but these people are getting absolutely There's no end customer in a a Ponzi scheme. And they can't sell them because either a, they can't figure out how to, you know, you have a garage full of stuff, how do you go about selling it? Do you have a garage sale? Do you market it somewhere? Do you sell it on Kijiji? Like when you have, when you have extra stuff, it's not like easy to just to turn around and sell. Now you're talking about a store in a garage with no storefront. And sometimes these people don't really have like an e-commerce background or anything and they can't do anything with the stuff. And it just absolutely fleeces them. That's oh, why yeah, I sell all my candy in a van. There's yeah. basements galore scattered across North America. And the product's going to go bad candles. sooner or later. Oh yeah, for sure candles, yeah. <laughs> that have not made the market. But it's just, it's funny. But it's the idea, they're selling the idea. And what you're kind of saying is, is like the idea that this box is sexy. No, it, and that, yeah, this box is full of money yeah. that you can't have, but that makes these coins that you're getting have value and people want to accept it as value because there's so much money in this box well, that it's attached to, but the value of the coins exceeds the money that's in the box. Well, there's like also a-, a lot of these exchanges. They have their own coins, right? And they leverage the shit out of those coins. And those, those have zero value relative to the quote unquote blue chip ones like Bitcoin or Ethereum, like FTX got in trouble. Cause well, a big part of it is that they had so many people investing in their coin that was literally worthless anywhere else. And then when they go to withdraw, all that money had been loaned out and leveraged at a higher rate than banks do. And then it just all collapsed. So I, I, re- I remember like when it was already like crypto's already, already it's exploded. Everybody's fucking, it's like when diamond hands and everybody's talking all that shit, like when does the best. Yeah. So a lot of paper, a lot of paper. I want to, I want to like just 
research it, like learn about it. And so, but, and, and maybe put in like a hundred dollars and just see what happens because I want to, you, you can't really learn about something unless you have an active participant sometimes. And so I researched one that was going to be like up and coming because everything was. And so it was right when Mark Zuckerberg had come up with one called Sandbox yep. and Sandbox, he was trying to like pivot it as a, a coin and a, a, that you had to buy in order to use it in a game that yeah, he the was sandbox universe, right? The sandbox universe where you could buy real estate, you could buy all this stuff. So he was gems. trying to make, he was trying to make a yeah, purpose. That's exactly what it is. Like a, like, yeah. Like buying this thing for a purpose, right? Because this is the only place you could sell it or you could use it. Sorry. And so I was like, well, that sounds pretty good. He hasn't failed all that many times. You see, you know, so I'm going to be going well. So I'm going to put like a hundred dollars. I'm going to buy him and start a Binance wallet. I'm going to put a hundred dollar sandbox worth it, you know, in it just to see how it goes. And like that shit's worth like $10 right now. Well, when the stock market first started no, not out, well, like people it's would 10 go, when people first <laughs> now, started out, yeah. it's on a long enough time horizon. Sure. I mean, people who are like, I'm starting a publicly traded company and I'm doing a train from Edmonton to Cleveland. And I'm going to raise $12 million because the year is 1928 and they would get all their money from their float issuance and they wouldn't do anything. They would just keep it because it wasn't regulated. Right. Yeah. And people got good at stock manipulation and that's what their company did. So JFK, the president's dad was like the king of this shit. And he was a bank teller and he would be friendly with the customers that came in to do his business banking. And one guy that came in owned one of the cab companies in New York back in the day or Boston. I can't remember one of the cities. And he's like, oh, I'm fucked. I'm publicly traded. And my main competitor is always fucking up my stock price. And it's bankrupting me. And dad Kennedy was like, oh, I can fix that for you. Get me a suite at the Waldorf Astoria or whatever the nicest hotel in town was and three stock tickers. And he went in there and bankrupted the guy's competition and handed him the keys basically to his main competitor bankrupt. And he took over the company for pennies on the dollar. Like legally? Yeah, because it, it wasn't regulated. So what would he do? Yeah. Short them. Right. So he'd do transactions like it's a dollar a share and he'd be like 80 cents a share and he'd just run them into the ground and do trades amongst himself and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, oh, there's all oh, there's 10 people that only want 80 cents for your 90 cents dog. I guess the price is going down and the markets weren't very efficient. Right. So but anyway, basically doing reverse arbitraging. It took way. him being named the head of the SEC. They named him because he was so shady at stock manipulation. He's like, this isn't illegal. They put him in charge of cleaning up stocks. That will eventually happen how it works. <laughs> yeah. But that will happen with crypto. They'll get this numbnuts out of prison and be like, you have to be in charge of well, crypto regulation. It's just so funny that like the, the reports of him, he would like sit there and play a game called League of Legends and meetings with like really, really like like venture capitalist firms and stuff that were he was like basic. a caricature of what yeah. a guy like that And they that were like, this guy. Be, you know? And then when he would say something, it was almost like the scene in, um, in, in uh, the social network when like Zuckerberg, you see, he's like drawing and the guy's like, I don't think we have your full attention. He's like, no, you don't. Yeah. And he's like, you'll get my full attention if I deem it's deserved. And like, that's what this guy apparently was doing in meetings. And people were just like, well, this guy must be, we better give him 75 we, million. We better give him some fucking money. So they gave him but all that's like money. Silicon Valley. You see when they like, the house is filled with arrogance. They're like Pied Piper is the shit. They get offers thrown at them yeah. when they're all vulnerable and shit. They don't get any business. Right. The psychology of it's funny. The best thing about this whole crypto thing is the polygamy. <laughs> These motherfuckers are living 10 deep in a condo in the Bahamas doing meth. And really? Yes, or amphetamines. Not necessarily meth, but amphetamines. Because he was always talking about how he was doing uppers and downers. And then the the lady a, who's in charge of the company, the little mousy lady, she's like the head freak leak. Like, what the fuck there is was, going on? They here? apparently had like a memo to the yeah. staff on how to use amphetamines. Yes. To be more... Um, like limitless. Uh, uh, what is it called? Limitless, to be bro. more... Efficient. 
Yeah. Those five hours of sleep, right? People That's all they got. are They're freaky. Like and if you give them perfectly all that Bitcoin, them. they get freakier. <laughs> I like it. It shows that what we're all What episode is this? You didn't, even, you didn't even say, like, welcome to real life. Here's the five of us. What episode are we on? Are we even recording? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a, <laughs> did we even play the intro? The intro? Or yeah. Did we yeah. In 26 hours Tyler swears we're all in the room, and I feel yeah. like Tyler is not here. He's done 26 hours of podcast in the last 24 hours. I was actually just waiting for, like, an, a little lull and all that, and I was just going to jump in and be like, yeah, Edler probably could have gotten a game. Well, it's it's that's very it's no reason or no wonder we we jump right into it because it's very very interesting. I can't the wait. Industry will come back. I can't wait for the Netflix documentary. There's gonna be oh, now it's gonna be great with all that freaky shit. Oh yeah, 100%. maybe it's a Brazzers compilation. Because if I've learned anything about Netflix in about sixteen to eighteen months. We're going to get a sweet series. Is this going to be this. like better than Firefest? There's that already came out? the that guy blew. that did the big short and he's already working on it. See, yes. perfect. Who like there's that all chick? that one. There was Ray that GameStop Bro- one. Mayim Bialik. Yeah, the GameStop one. <laughs> there's a couple of GameStop ones. HBO did one and then oh, Netflix the did one. GameStop one. That was good. Fantastic. Can't oh, and okay, so we're talking about streaming right now. So, um, we talked about the Yellowstone thing and how you had to buy an add-on or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, I was corrected by, but so... When 1883 came out, remember when yeah. the last the year or the show? <laughs> the year, <yeah. laughs> the show with Tim McGraw and Faith Hills, and it was like a pre pre prequel to Yellowstone. That was on so a Paramount Plus. You had to have a Paramount Plus subscription to watch it, but you could watch it on Amazon. Yeah. Prime. Okay. Well, that's what this is. That's what Yellowstone is too. You don't have to go it. You have to have a Paramount Plus subscription to watch this Yellowstone. So if you do and you have Amazon, you ain't got nothing to worry about. You can go on Amazon and watch it. But if you don't have Paramount Plus, you have to buy Paramount Plus to watch this new season of Yellowstone. Yeah. And we don't have Paramount Plus in my family. And my wife was like, she just, she's very like, she hates going to get like oil changes because when they are like, oh, your air filter, she's like, I don't trust you. No way. <laughs> like anything that seems like it's, you know, not above board or like you're being being shady she just like immediately shuts down and she hates it and so like she just does not want to watch Yellowstone. Oh, there's a Paramount she's like, this. Plus. it's like her favorite show and she's like i hate it now i'm like what i respect it she's got principles she's got principles that do not violate like commitment to the faith bit. hill and tim mcgraw are like jet like john like john dutton his um great great head great tim great, mcgraw great, can you just have a minute can you just give him a minute faith to live his fucking life? Like, Tim, we've got a new show for you. Oh, I didn't even know I was an actor. That's they have another news. one coming out called 1923. We think we can get you are to hook up with your co-star. Years? Well, yeah, because it's like the year. No, no, but, it's oh. like the year that like we'll that, it, the that TV it show. You can hook place. up with your co-star. Awesome. There's a lot of over-talking yeah. here. Co-star is your wife. Oh. I'm going to turn down microphones <laughs> over here, Tyler. Yeah, we need to stop. Uh, that's what I forgot was the issue with all of us being in the same room is just. So 1923, guess who's in it? Guess who's the lead? Han Solo. They're also buttons. Yeah, oh, you know, okay. Yeah, and I can't remember who the missus is. Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. They Helen have Harrison Ford Helen and Helen Mirren. Mirren is she a sir? Lady. Sir Henry Helen Streamer's Helen got too much Wouldn't it be no. Lady Helen, yeah. Heather, Helen Mirren? I'm just kidding. Okay. And Harrison Ford, yeah. Wow, we're blowing your Chuck's mind <laughs> right now. Like, are you high right he's now? On the, he's on the anti-amphetamines right I now. I can't tell if you like all Holy five of us shit. in here or not. He's it's overwhelmed. It's overwhelmed. It's <laughs> Processor <laughs> overload. <laughs> this is where I think it, the good content comes from, though. So you get you get the beat factory going. <clears throat> yeah, it all started oh. with orgy crypto. Did you ever part. see when Chris Angel did a 
uh, magic trick in Harrison Ford's house. Yes. To oh, him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go and watch it if you haven't seen it. He basically like after the trick, he get just like looks house. at him seriously and he's like, "Get out of my fucking house! Get out!" And he's not kidding. He like wa- he's like, "Get out!" Harrison Ford will probably pull out a gun and shoot you. Yeah. They said that he was like, I'm not doing any more Star Wars because he broke his ankle filming one of them. And he's just like, I don't need money. That'll quote. Like, I don't need money anymore. Now he's a Dame Helen Mirren making a fucking TV show. Like, why, Harrison? You're 88 years old. Go crash some planes. But Harrison Ford. Yeah, go crash. Go, go randomly. He did it land. twice. Remember? <laughs> crash landed on a LAX. golf course and then did it again. Oh, stop flying running. at that point. Get off my plane. So he's clearly chasing the attention. Like, he likes that stuff. So, but if there's going to be someone to play the, not the pre prequel Dutton, the prequel Dutton, because now this is like turning into a crazy. Oh, they can do line. every 20 Wait years. Wait till the Dutton Ranch on Mars oh. in 23 to 22, where Timothy Nate- Chalamet. <laughs> Timmy Chalamet <laughs> is John Dutton the fifth. Timothy Chalamet and the girl from Saturday Night Live who's got the really Sarah something with the really funny voice and like the 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 really short hair here up top, but then long down below. Do you know? Oh no. yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about dark hair. Yeah, you're talking like current day SNL. Yeah. Oh, you're like into the new cast members. You're like, no, oh, this new guy from Chalamet. Cleveland. I I think. I don't know. No, not really. But well, Harrison Ford does deserve to be a Dutton. He looks oh, yeah. and reeks Dutton. Yeah. When I look at the first season of, I watch SNL religiously. When I look at the opening show with the new cast members, in the time it takes to flash them on the TV, I've decided if I like them or don't like them. Mm-hmm. Just by the look on their face, they're like, hmm. Well, the guy and that does like, Donald Trump is by far the best Donald Trump I've ever seen. I think they picked world. him, like, they won a worldwide Trump impersonator contest. Yeah. yeah. I miss the old guys. Like, I miss the guy who, like, Will just Ferrell. bought a boat. Remember whatever his name was? But he's like, he was always on Weekend Update, and he would just be like, hey, Colin. And, oh, and I got a small dong. Guy. And he'd say yeah. stuff like that. But he'd always be bragging about the shit he had. And you yeah. could tell he would, he'd have, like, three polos. Yeah. And they'd all have cock, popped collars. Anyways. I, I, it, it takes, for me, with a new SNL crew, because I'm so loyal to the yeah. ones past, I'm like, takes who are you? I do not trust you. But some hit so quick, like Bo and Yang. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. He's amazing. He, he, he hit, hilarious. like, in the first three Bozier episodes. High. <laughs> yeah, Bozier High was probably one of the greatest episodes. Like, my sons still say that to me. That's shit. And, yeah, he hit quick. Some he of them, good. Some of them just hit immediately, and they... And you just know some are a long draw. Some you can tell right off the bat that you're just never going to be with. You're just never going to be into them. And the one dude just stole Keenan Thompson's ex-wife and then got punched in the face in New York. Did you see that? No. So one of the guys on SNL, Keenan Thompson with his, with his longtime wife, 16 years, breaks up with her. SNL castmate gets with her like <laughs> immediately afterwards. Three weeks later is going to the comedy club and gets absolutely sucker punched by some fool who like busts his nose over. I think he hit him with a hammer or something. What? Like See it? Cartoons. Looking it up. That's New York. Yeah. Cartoons. <laughs> well, is Keenan Thompson still on the cast? No, he left. He left. He got, he, TV fi- he got his own show. He finally left. He was on there for like 20 years. Yeah. Chris Red. Yeah. Those two were like best friends. He took his wife. They like played a state. They had a car. Took his wife away. Sitcom with NBC, like, well, and they made special things where where they would legit fly together to the taping of the show and then fly back for the Sunday episode, like on NBC's dime. No, Keenan broke out with her, then he got with her. That's still the disrespect. Chris Red. Well, he got what was coming to him. He got a hammer to the head. Yeah, you don't do that to Keenan. The guy from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, remember? He hadn't been seen in 20 years. He did the Mint Mobile ad with uh, Ryan Reynolds, and then got knocked out in New York like the next week. 
crazy. Oh, Brick Moranis. Yeah. He yeah. hadn't been seen in like 20 years. He kept it super low. <laughs> yeah. Does Brian one ad. Smokes them out like Boom. one Canadian or another. Rick, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Whack. 30 seconds in my ad, Brick. He's like, that's why I retired. Exactly. I didn't want to be the public eye. <laughs> Couldn't handle all the violence of acting. The States is crazy with the crime stuff, man. Like Ooh. people are sitting in a patio on Rodeo Drive on a restaurant patio. She got robbed. What? Took all their watches, all their jeweler guys walked to the town. They're like, okay, here you go. Yep, it's all good. Who won World War II? <laughs> I ask you. That's crazy. You couldn't do that shit. Just walk up to somebody five years ago on Rodeo Drive and rob them. Why not? Because I assume there were police. There was some oh. social decorum as well. Yeah. There's a G I, code. I show you respect. I am not going to rob you. I'm yeah. just going to engage in pleasant conversation. Now what they do, Chalmers, is they wait at the club and they see who's balling and like spending money. And then they have people outside. They say the guy's coming out. Then they follow them home and rob them at home. Organized crime. Really? Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you? Oh, I think I told you what Gilbert Arenas did. Remember? He took out $80,000 at a strip club on his, v, on his black card, MasterCard. And then he... Um, he threw 40 of it to the dancers oh, you got and it. he got his friends to take out 10,000 each four of them. They left the club and then he called Amax the next day and said that like it was a bum charge. And so he got the 80,000 back from Amax and the 40 that they left the club with. They caught him since or they make him pay it back. He admitted it on a fucking podcast. It's unbelievable. So oh, that guy making tens of millions of dollars. Gilbert Arenas. Look it up. Credit Say, card g- fraud. G- yeah. Strip club, credit card fraud. He is an idiot. Double zero. Agent zero. If you're going to throw $40,000 worth of $1 bills in the air, <laughs> some of these American strip clubs have like count rooms, like That's casinos. What they, haven't yeah. you ever seen? Haven't so that though you, you'll, you can, you can like search a photo like of, of the workers after the night and they are sitting in a room full of money. The money's up to about yeah. here and they're all just putting it in elastic bands. And that's what they have to do to clean up that night. So that they can like. Remember the strippers here used to have like the magnet on a chain. They would walk around on the stage <laughs> like they were walking a dog, and all the loonies would stick to the magnet. Do you remember? Yeah, those course. are good times. <laughs> when uh, I went to Montreal, they walk once, out to stage to do their dance. They, they would the, do it themselves. With, with a magnet on a, yeah. on a on a string yeah. and a water bottle. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, we have lost bag milk. No, 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 no. Okay, go. Hold on, hold on. When I met Americans for the first time. They were like, is it true that you throw coins at strippers in Canada? And it just shamed. I, I'd never thought of it that way before. And I was like, we do. Yeah. You don't even. Yeah. And not only we do we oh just my God. throw them, yeah. but we do it really disrespectfully. You like, knock a poster. Yeah. But yeah. what did you find? Uh, so here's the quote from Gilbert Arenas. If you kick me out of your strip club, you're getting robbed. I know what you're thinking. Soft ass ain't robbing nobody. I would like to inform all the big ballers out there. I'm the reason strip clubs fingerprint now. (laughs) I'll order 80,000 worth of ones, throw 40,000, have one of my teammates sign that bill, wake up the next day, call American Express and say my card was stolen last night. Crazy. (laughs) Crazy. <laughs> what a- they refund you all your money back, LMAO. So I got the $80,000 I spent back plus the 40000 I took out at the club. What yep. the fuck? Crazy. You're going to go to jail for that, Gilbert. They're going to get you. <laughs> Isn't he the one who like got, brought a gun into an arena? Yeah, no, yeah. He got in a fight with one of his teammates, and then he pulled a gun on him in the, in the locker room. Wild. Wild. What so, hockey, huh? Well, you know. <laughs> uh, All right, let's, uh, let's let's get the pod going. Episode 429, brought to you by <laughs> Noodle Noodle. Bag milk, start recording. 
Uh, this, the first 20 minutes is only available on our Patreon account. <laughs> Real Life Plus. Uh, if we're going to do that, we should include what we talk about going into the show before we turn the mics on. We say yeah. all the interesting shit before we start. Yeah. Super follower. Super follower. Uh, anyways, DoorDash and Oodle Noodle. Combine the two. It's Thursday. It's kind of cold out. You don't want to cook. You don't even want to really go out for dinner. Have Oodle Noodle brought to you using DoorDash and Oodle Noodle. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right. Talk some hockey. Can we? Are we mad at Alex Edler? Scale of one to ten. No. No, like it's kind of a no, no, no. I'm not fine with the hit, but I'm not like taking it to my grave. That no, I hate I, I'm not like going uh, like like on on a Twitter war rampage, being like he needs to be suspended. Blah 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 blah. What I am saying is he this guy needs to be fucking tuned up because he is a predator who doesn't pay the price, and this is where the new level, like where the game is gone. This is where guys like this can thrive, and that is what drives me fucking crazy. We're not taking any more Nashville. No more Predators. So what I liked about it, though, was the unintended consequence of this hit happening was that Darnell Nurse got in a few good shots on him, I have to say. He, he didn't always answers in. the bell. Say what you he want d- about Nurse. Well, no, you he don't want to fight. Always in that, answers. In that case, that was great. But what it did was it forced the Oilers. It didn't really force them. They wanted to after this, but to play more physical in that game. And I thought they did a really good job of that, right? Unfortunately, they couldn't They couldn't pull out the win. I, it would have it been, been nice to get the... the smothered. Yeah. His mother's brother. But, oh, which one? The rich one or the poor one? Both. But oh, remember, remember how brother. we always used to talk? We're like, I don't know. Does Edmonton have like the toughness to play in the playoffs? And like. Uh, without a Vander. No, it's difficult. And last night, but, but I mean, I, I hope that everybody noticed on that team that McDavid then gets pissed and he, he not normally a guy that initiates big hits, makes a big hit. Creates a turnover, Hyman scores, yep. right? Yep. And that, like, I know I always say this, but I pointed that out to my kids. I was like, that's another example of how I say four check, four check, four check, yeah. so we can get turnovers because that creates opportunities. And it was to a T what happened. And it, normally, Connor David might not 
hit, throw a big hit like that, but you could tell he had an edge to him after that, especially after Dowdy comes out and gives him, gives him shit. Right. Like it's when, when we saw McDavid, he's like, he opened up, he opened up, he absolutely opened up. There's like Alex Edler opened up his body knowing that McDavid was going to go past him. And you guys posted, and it was a great post today, but that clip of him doing it to Hyman, yep. like was that last year, two years ago, Hyman should have literally two years ago. jumped him but the, because there is the exact same fucking pass. thing. I know. So like, and Hyman you're right. The guy's pissed. a predator. You're, like Hyman was pissed. Like you did that interview. You, you like, you just like, you've never seen Hyman's normally like, Happy-go-lucky, pleasant guy. He was fucking pissed. I don't think that... Hyman should have fucking cross-checked him in the fucking throat. And I, I know that a lot of people aren't going to like that take, and that's probably hyperbole I'm using, but he should have jumped him because that was triggering for him. And Edler needs to, like... But Bagman, I, I don't like guys in the league that are like that. You think the singular act of what he did last night was worth the one game suspension, or should it have been like a body of work? It's a like, body of work thing. Yeah. This isn't the first time Alex Edler stuck his knee out on a player. Yeah, he got a suspension, a two game suspension, two years ago for the exact same play on Zach Hyman. It's like on Zach same. Hyman. Yeah, yes. That's why Zach was. That's so why Zach Hyman was so pissed last night. Uh, he's like, he, did, he did this to me two years ago. He's like, this is blah blah. blah. Zach Hyman missed two yeah, months place, after this that. This thing game. called com. They actually did a nice post no, where, no, they, no, no. where they. Where they? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Zach <laughs> Hyman missed two months on the exact same play last uh, yeah. two years ago, and frankly, Alex Edler's. He's lucky Alex, that he's, he's lucky suspended internationally. For he's time. lucky the linesman jumped in because Darnell Nurse was going to tune him up. Oh, yeah. So I've changed my mind. Alex Edler <laughs> feels comfortable enough to play in a league that can allow him to pull off that hit and not feel, feel any repercussion for it. And last night was one of those ones where I'm glad Darnell Nurse tried oh, to jump 100%. in there, but I'm also betting if Evander Kane was also on the ice, he wouldn't have allowed the linesman to get in the way. Beat the shit out of the he would have taken it under his own hands. Yeah. The Oilers need more players like that. And unfortunately, like Clem Costin last night, I like the way he was throwing his body around. Is he going to scrap with Alex? <laughs> yeah. Edgar? So, so here's, I, 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 I am, that guy is growing on me, me too. It's going to be one of the most ridiculous hey, names. So let's talk about these two players. Because Clem, Clem Costin. We're sitting here talking about somebody who named their baby Clem. Yeah, dude. Well, he is six, Russian. 6'3", 215 pounds. Big dude. Clem Jr.? Big dude. Can and, move. He and, and and he he has been a threat to score in his first two games to play uh, that he's played. So we can just call anybody any name we want now. Yep. And he's posting on Instagram how great the crowd was. He did in very broken. English. In very broken. English. Well, he is Russian. Oh, he's not. Where's he from? I thought Russian. Oh. He's Saskatchewan. And so where do we get this so guy? Costin didn't strike. He was in the tra- he was in the trade for Dmitry Samorikov. So it was like a prospect for prospect swap. <laughs> But okay. I, I love it too because again, English is his second language, but he's still like, I need to go tell these fans how great it was last night. And he said, Tough loss. What an atmosphere was at the crowd. Yes, that's fine. Love Unreal. It. That's I, love enough for me. I fully understand what but, he's saying. But he he kind of he kind of won last night when the rest of the team lost, I think. Because he yeah. was one of my last yeah. night he and Yanmark were two of the most notice, noticeable weathers on the ice, which in itself is a problem, but also a nice little Highlight on what he but can do. like, yeah, like it's like, but once again, Yanmark was a was a cap casualty. The movement of him, he is a legit bottom six NHLer. He is, and now yep. we're seeing it. And Klim was good. Like that line was great. Yeah, best line. Last One of the highlights time. of the game. Yeah, um, I dug into the numbers on this today on Oilers Nation every day, and Klim Costin and Matthias Yanmark both had two of the best. Five on five shots, four percentages. They were one and two on the team. When Yanmark was on the ice, the Oilers outshot the Kings nine to five. When Costin was on the ice, the Oilers outshot the Kings seven to four. 
And that's something to say because we couldn't get that many shots on net. Like what happened? We, I, I, I was on Owen every day yesterday with Tyler Ramchuk. Yeah. And Tyler Ramchuk hit me with a stat as he likes to do mm-hmm. about how the, the Kings are one of the worst, like uh, scored on opponents in the league. They get lit up. All they the get time. lit up. So then I watched the LA Kings last night and I'm like, this is a team. How the hell do they let so many goals when they play like that? They were, they were just gobbling up the center and getting in front of absolutely everything. Mind you, Bouchard needs to fucking make better decisions when he's got, not just him, but, but like he had 10 shot attempts in like the first period and only two got through when when it's very visible. There's a King, like five feet in front of you. You might want to like do something different. I'd flip that a little bit as he's the only one trying to put the puck on the net and fair. And, but like anyone who was trying to do anything, they were getting a stick on it. They were getting a foot on it. I'm like 29. How how are these guys like the worst scored against team in the league? 29 block shots for the Kings last night. That's remarkable. That's insane. That's got to be a Guinness Book of World Record. That's partially on the Oilers not being able to get shots through, partially on the Kings just being great at getting in their trap style of play. When you fall back a goal is so fucking painful to watch, but ultimately last night it was effective. They won tactically last night. Well, and, and so going back to the Edler knee, so McDavid was shot out of a cannon to start that game. Like shot out of a can. I'm like, okay, we're down one. I don't care. McDavid, pew, pew. He is. Pew, pew, pew. He's buzzing around. <laughs> He's going to make sure we win this game. And then the knee happened and he was not the same, like explosive buzzing around guy. He was just angry Connor and doing what he could do, but he lost the ability for that night to be a buzz. They kind of took him out of his game uh, a, a bit. Yeah. He also hurt him. Like he was hurt. So like he like he wasn't he wasn't able to to, to There still looked like there was a couple of times where he was winding up and he had the potential. Like he I thought he still had his jump, but he didn't look hurt to me. I was just it's worried just, about it's it another so it's another fucking story of like one line of nobody's dominates us, right? I did predict there was gonna be a hat trick in the game. You did. I watched our unfortunately our team? that is the fourth hat trick the others have given up. I watched Not Arvidsson good. just take advantage of guys off the draw. Okay, so I want to talk about Arvidsson. What happened there? Because like so on TV, they didn't. Alfredson. I would. I would. First of all, about Arvidsson, I don't know why we didn't try to go for him. When you look at the acquisition cost, it was I, to get him. I, just I, I, what happened last night? Because they didn't really show. Like all I saw was Leon hacking away at him, and that he was big mad, but they didn't follow up on it at all. So I actually had a great view of this from my seat to the game. So they flex. were going up the ice. Big flex. Yes. I good? didn't say it. Oh, he said it. You said it. Okay. <laughs> Don't look at me. So they're going up ice and they were kind of jarring a little bit before this shift. But then in this shift, they're going up ice and Arvidsson kind of stepped in front of dry settle. You know how dry settle does, right? He doesn't like that shit. So he gave him a shot back and they came back into the D zone and the play started going up ice and Arvidsson kind of hit him with a stick like up in the rib area. And it was kind of a spear. So dry settle whacked him back. Arvidsson got another shot, then went up the ice Drysaddle kind of went to chase him up the ice. Things slow down. And then you can almost see the moment in his head click like, fuck that. I'm going to go get the puck. Scoops back, picks up the puck, and his head did not move from staring at Victor Arvidsson. He totally shot that puck at Arvidsson on purpose. I thought they were going to go for a second. I thought they were too, because then a couple of shifts later, they were both out there after a TV timeout, and Drysaddle was back over there giving him shit during the TV timeout. Doesn't it concern you, though, that... Like the LA Kings just kind of unlocked a way 
to play against the Oilers and get them like We're a lot of a lot of people open to be fucked a, with. A lot That's of people come and, and you know are probably in awe of McDavid and Drysaitel to a T against play like a little bit playing against them. You kind of respect them. You don't want to like. This team of young kids was just like, I don't give a fuck who that is. We're going to get actually maybe even made a point to get under the skin of those two. And they had their first pointless night in 10 and 11 games. I said it last night on the B cast. The thing that most frustrated me last night against the Kings was that there was no plan B from the Oilers. The Kings were sitting back in their trap blocking everything and there was no adjustments at least visible adjustments on how you could get through that clutter it was so congested in the neutral zone and in the defensive zone we're still trying to make the play it it was like it should have just been shoot on net and crash they're still trying to make passes and plays and then granted they're blocking the shots but like the passes weren't getting through either that's they got to get greasy in games like that the others have not done that And I think what maybe the Kings did last night is they just got under the Oilers superstar skins. Like that's it. That's it. That's the unlock. That's the unlock the badge. Don't say it out loud. Well, I I mean, I hope nobody noticed, but the other thing too is there was a lot that probably could have gotten called there. Remember that game Oilers Hawks from like two weeks ago when they called every, yeah, the crazy one. That was the same ref as last night. Oh, so just, How maybe, does that happen? Maybe it was the overcorrection. So he, he, he's about a body of work over time, not yeah. an individual game. Yeah, he's about, a, like, he's about his career average. He was in my last two games. The Oilers have gotten seven power plays. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Seven. They only got what? One last night? One last night, yeah. Um, I was just, I'm clicking through reading random stats. Did you know Zach Hyman leads the NHL in backhanded shots this year? I love Zach. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me when you say it. He had, takes a lot of backhands. Well, he scored in a backhand. Yeah, he scored last night. Beautiful top shelf. Uh, RIP to anybody who had shot prop bets last night. Well, RIP who bet on anything Oilers were like, geez, I got worked. Smoked. Well, I was, I was about to, and then I got caught up on something else because I'm like, Connor is buzzing. He is, he is buzzing like a bee. And then... I didn't. And then next thing you know, he got hurt or hit and hurt. And I was like, okay, I can't do it. Buzzing like he's a not bee. the same. He was. You heard the joke. It's like, you know, the bees die when they get the stinger, when they sting or no, when they have sex, they die. A bee. Really? Okay. What? The stinging is true. The stinging is true. What's the, what's this joke is what's either that? amazing <laughs> or you didn't do your research. I, was, right now. I think he's I writing it on it the was, fly. I thought it was that bees when they have sex, male bees, they die right afterwards. No, so if you see a, a bee flying mantis. around, that's a praying it's a virgin mantis. fucking nerd. And the bees legit eats is the rips the head <laughs> off and eats the head of the male. My dad is a beekeeper. Bees <laughs> legit die if they sting you. Right, it rips no, I their know guts that. out. But you're talking. About, you want to talk bee sex? So if you see a if you so see a, a prank, if you see a male praying mantis, <laughs> they come, next they, thing you know, their hive is a freaking the leak. Hive is just a giant oh, bee orgy. Yeah. All the males honey. be dying. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, so actually, going? you know what? Guts Chalmers is also huh? correct. Chalmers is also correct. Uh, male honeybees are able to mate seven to 10 times during a mating flight. Shout out to the bees. And after mating, a drone dies quickly as his abdomen rips open when his <laughs> endophallus is removed. So it's just like oh. humans. 
So basically, well, hey, buddy, little, just keep just it like a healthy six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're fine. Basically, it sounds like the rope gets pulled off. Yeah. yeah so uh, this is the this is the just pitch count. Pitch count. Beast must have great game. Like, girl, I got five says, more. A male bee's testicles explode during <laughs> sex, killing them instantly. That means if you see a bee flying around, chances are he's a virgin. Lol, fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Their testicles explode. Hey, baby, so. you want to come back to my place? Watch my endophallus explode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Damn. Well, I'm not, I don't. I don't think that they know that's going to happen. Imagine that happened with humans. Pow, pow. The best moment followed by the worst moment the worst of your moment. life. I have a joke, but I'm not going to say it. I'll say it after. Hey, oh. No. Ooh. What? We want to be like. Want to be left alone? No. Nothing. <laughs> no. None. No. All right. Well. Crickets. <laughs> Cricket. Why no, is there crickets? You son of a bitch. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Uh, okay, so oh, let's. Put, I don't know this question. Put, Who do you start Saturday? Skinner. Skinner. He's in the Skinner. starters match. Anyway. Are, are you giving me Skinner, man? I think Skinner's the, the starting team. goalie. Of the team. Last night, Stuart Skinner was not the issue in that line. If you have to ask the question, it means he's going to be a Vezina. Thought he made some good saves. He made that one save right before the goal. Boy. Oh, buddy. And I thought like he made the glove. into the game. Yeah. Oh, can we talk about that goal Connor almost scored? The one-handed poke that was going in, and then that D-man just knocked it off the line. Oh, Connor that would have been one win. of the goals of the year. I was so close. Klim hit a post. Klim had a good de- de- deflection. I like when Klim backwards. Do. I like when Klim Milk. dummied that dude near the <laughs> near the jersey, near the net. Oh, the reverse hit. <laughs> what's yeah. Ma- what's Co- his last name's Costin? Yeah. Clint, the real Clint Shady. Yeah, caustic milk. Caustic milk. Um, someone in the chat today, because Liam thinks Clint Costin could be the answer. He wants Clint Costin to get a game with McDavid, which seems intense. <laughs> uh, so he called him the answer, and someone in the chat said Clint Costin is him. You know, that's the thing the kids are saying now. So we should call him him. Is him? That's the new him, thing? Him Costin. Oh, it's him. But I like so I, you're the man. You're him. Yeah, like, I'm cool. him. I actually yeah. like uh, somebody last night on the Weather's Nation account. Climberly, uh, I thought was very that was funny. funny. We were doing. Do you? I, you know? You know what I don't like is when they yell "said," like if if they said something, like if 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 something happened that they had like news, well, they say touch. "said." Oh, I don't even. I've never heard that one. It's. That's something the kids I mean, are doing. Yeah, I like Kennedy. at the mall when I'm hanging out there. Yeah, <laughs> Kennedy took a picture of Clem Costin and yeah. then put over top of it the 21. Can you do something for me? Yeah, yeah that was a great meme. That's a like fantastic top shelf meme. Did you hear? So the Oilers are signing autographs at West Ed tonight. Oh my yes, god! They are. This, this is starts? such a this is such bad timing to do this because the f- literally yeah. colds, flu, and COVID are going around like crazy. There is a oh fucking my god! High I never even thought of that. that I, like that's like it's it's true. Like we like you. There's not a single kid that you will take there between the ages of half of them seven and fourteen. That haven't been sick in the past so, two weeks. And I was reading that. Like, why are they doing this? They. The first 400 people in line get, get a McDavid, French kiss, get McDavid autographs. That means Connor McDavid is going to run into 400 people in the, uh, they're going to have, like, have like, I don't want to bring back keywords from COVID, but like, super are they going to distance themselves? Like uh, super is, is he going to sit behind a table this maybe? Is, and like, right, this is a terrible it idea. It is a terrible idea. I was, oh, but I was also, tweet they, the Oilers are just too nice to their fans. They just don't know when they to just stop. Care so much. They don't know when to stop. Giving but if they like try to take precautions, Jamal's paying so much money. It can only be, if they that tried day. to take a precaution and like put masks on the players, the People would be like, be, what the? Do f- it in the spring. Get Connor a 14 foot pen. I would get Connor in like a Daft Punk style helmet. Yeah. Where, Trust us. That's him in that suit. Yeah. yeah. Just it's the C's. That's it's all you get. Yeah. It's 
can, McDavid. <laughs> You're right. Expendable. This is a very, very it's a bad very idea. Very bad idea. Let's <laughs> let's do this. So in two weeks from tomorrow, fucking seven days. See how many? I mean, yeah, seven. I guess. Well, like seven to the a period of days, seven. Oh, you just point out the window. You're like seven. A seven. <laughs> a period of <laughs> seven right to fourteen days. Let's see who's not in the lineup for. Yeah. Illness. And then let's trace it back, find all the people that were in their autograph line, and like, I don't know. You guys, listen, I still have that Alberta app we were supposed to download, and I think eight people did it, and I'm one of them. And I'm still walking around these streets, and I've never come within a thousand yards of anybody else with the app. Otherwise, we would get a notification. Hello, app guy. Two virgin bees are flying near each other. (laughs) The other side of this, the autograph session starts at six tonight, and apparently there were people there at 6 a.m. today at the McDavid spot in line with like lawn chairs being like, all right, giddy up. Uh, is it one autograph per person? Yeah. Like, or could I have oh. like 10 McDavid jerseys? No, one. Yeah. No. I'm glad they, they shouldn't be doing that. You have to wear them all. Right? And another one and another one and another one. But another I could one. see, you know what? If you had like a Connor McDavid rookie card that was already worth and you, it was proven that getting that autograph would make dreading. that worth like twice right. as much. I would maybe consider going there very, very early I think you to guarantee the value that of a true McDavid rookie card. If you got it. Signed. Yeah. I don't know. If I've never were. really like, I've never really found out if a Wayne Gretzky rookie card, that's a 10 on the autograph kills a scale. Yeah. Does an autograph kill it? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's no, you take your 200 or $350 Jersey, you get them to sign it and it's worth 1500 bucks. Yeah. The Jersey yeah. is what shoots up in value, but just not so do much. not get him sick. Oh yeah. I, like, I it him. happened last time. They did it like before COVID. They did it, and a bunch of players got sick. Like I'm all for like it's carnival what champions, engagement, it was? and all that shit at the mall. Oh, yeah, the Santa Maria brought it in from sailing overseas. There's some barnacles on the Santa Maria that look like they could be ground zero for something. Did you know Liam had his 21st birthday party on the Santa Maria? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! I bet if he was a bee, he'd be flying That's so around. British. Let me tell you. Let me do one better. My brother's wedding too was on that fucking boat. Like two, wedding, like his, his second, second wedding, wedding yeah. or two also. weddings simultaneously on the Santa and Maria. As I'm standing there, you just said yes. We I don't to which one? Uh, it was his second wedding. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm looking up, and we're having our photo taken by just countless tourists. A fucking nightmare. Yeah, on the Santa Maria. Yeah, and I wasn't allowed to drink on the boat. So you could say oh. you didn't practice Santa Maria. <laughs> mm-hmm. And got no crystal ball. No, I didn't. I remember one time being in There's Nashville a lot of photos. and a guy jumped into and the you water didn't like and came it back in the, the bar. Uh, <laughs> he left. He came back like five minutes later dripping wet because he jumped off the railing, gone down in the water, got out and got back in the oh, bar. Did we, you guys ever He never that? went back in the bar. He did. I stood beside who? him while he dripped. I was same a stranger. Guy we're thinking of? Same guy that jumped in? That stranger. I didn't know who the guy oh, was. He stranger. left and came back dripping wet oh, in Nashville. No, we had a friend that jumped in it. I have a food. friend who goes to strip clubs and takes out 80K. Yeah. Worth a loonies. You have a friend him. that has 80K? He found <laughs> Gilbert Arenas found an infinite money glitch. Do you guys remember the video of the guy who jumped from the second deck at West End and just tried to jump onto the roof of the Cinezone? Oh, and we were through the fucking. Yeah. yeah. My head. Uh, Cinezone employees just like sitting there, like, ah, oh, I gotta finish. I want to close up some dude. <laughs> it happened again. You could kill somebody do doing that. It's not How even do we funny. pronounce it? Is it? It's not. Cinzio. It's Cinzio, isn't it? It's not Cinezow. What, like what mild did you call it? Cinezow? They said Cinezow. It's like Popozow, the best Kevin Federline song. Cinezio. All right. Mild roommate used to be a security guard at West Ed for yeah. a while. And the amount of people 
when there used to be a lot more clubs in the mall yeah. that would get hammered and jump in from the yes. top rack. He's like, we'd be pulling people out every fucking weekend. Dead Cause they don't, alive. it was, it was all alive. Was- Most, he never pulled out a dead person. Thankfully. Oh, well, just being in that water should kill you. Well, and also there would be COVID there. <laughs> Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any circulation in it. I don't think there's any air circulation. They used to in just it. require they just used to rely on the submarines going in a circle to like stir <laughs> yes. yeah. Remember we had more submarines in the Navy at the mall? We did. <laughs> yeah. Canada had like that three submarines true. on four. <laughs> That's not true. It was. Yes, for it real. was a it was and a it, trivial pursuit question. Yeah, they could be just What Canadian mall has moment? more submarines than the Canadian Navy? And I was like, Bonnie Dune. It's not like we have much water to patrol, guys. Yeah. What? It's a joke. In the mall, we sarcastic. do. Sarcastic. Sarcasm 101. Have Jay. you been in those submarines? They're a little bit freaky. I'm yeah. No, I would never go in there. I am way too oh, claustrophobic for that we're bullshit. Like, we're not deep down there, but I don't think the kid driving them knows what to do in the event no, of an emergency. Uh, well, they're on tracks. They just run upstairs and just yeah, seal but, you shut. So they're like, ah! No, an aisle seat on that ain't going to do it for me. Um, Knowing that that thing's closed and it is going down and it's not going to be open until we get back. Yeah, you can only go about three feet underwater, but still. Not a chance. So when I used to work in the mall, you see a lot of weird shit working in the mall, right? Like what? Um, Like on Saturday or Sunday mornings, you'd go and there'd be scuba divers. Oh, yeah. And they'd be going in there to clean. Yeah. Like they just, they full suit up and everything. Yeah. Not one ounce of skin there's, touches the water. There's only, two, <laughs> no. there's only two segments of people. There's three types of people in the mall at that time. There's the scuba divers doing the cleaning, the people going to work, and then the old people walking around uh, the that, are, that are doing, like, getting tai exercise. Chi. Tai Chi. There'd be groups yeah. in front of where HMV used to be and they'd do like their Tai Chi. Wow. It's a nice indoor place, which is, which got a really smooth floor. Yeah. Roller, Malls roller bladers. Old to come I saw rollerbladers, except it's really slick. Yeah. Try to take a corner in that too hey, fast and you're going to you re- I got yeah, keep going. I got something random talking. Do you remember when MC Hammer went to the mall and he tried to ride a scooter down the stairs and they said that he's never allowed back in the mall and then he wasn't popular a year later? I do. Really? That was the turning point. Yeah, MC Hammer was kicked out of the mall for life, bro. He's banned. This is I can't stop. I've been watching this Sinizao video just on repeat. Oh my Sinzio. god. Sorry, Sinzio. I've only ever called it Sinizao. Well, it's just because it's like, not called that. It's there's literally seven letters in it, what and was you're the other making good up like cinnamon eight bun place. Cinnabon. 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 You know what Cinnabon is? Cinnabon. Okay, what was this random thing you were gonna talk about? So you remember the movie The Terminal? Where he's stuck in the Sandra Bullock? No, the terminal is no. Tom Hanks. He's he plays stuck. this. Oh yeah, guy yeah, yeah, yeah. And because he doesn't have, uh, he doesn't have any um, immigration papers. Lives in the or airport. He lives in the airport yeah. for like thirteen years. Well, then he ends up getting papers and getting in France. Uh, welcomes him as a citizen, and he goes to live in France. Well, his his health began to, to ail. So he actually went back and lived in the uh, airport and died in the airport. So went back like four months before his what? death to live this his is life true. out. Yes. I read it on BBC like last week. What to live out the, the rest fuck? of his life in the airport. The real true story guy. The real true story. The real, what would, the real what, would the, what would be like the point of that? Obviously, such a good like, time. He spent, yeah, like he loved his time in the airport. It meant something to him. So he wanted to go die in the airport. That is sad. But it's like kind of sweet. At the what well, was the time. beginning of it? Was the beginning of his freedom, correct? Yeah. Right. He was fleeing from. And I can't go live my last few months in an Edmonton strip club because they all burned down in an afternoon. They yeah. just he died with like thirty grand cash. What? Because he made he got a bunch of money from his story, so he lived in an apartment and he lived Jesus. off his money. And then as soon as he fell, he fell lived Ill, off his money. As soon as he <laughs> fell ill, he moved into the airport. Cashed in. 
Hmm. Anyways. What did you guys think of the jerseys last night? Meh. I think I think on the street they'll look fine, but on TV they are a clusterfuck. So we talked about something last night in our group chat where somebody said they they watched a clip from the game and their immediate reaction was, well, this is what happened. Like, they got to come back in L.A. And it was like just the person, just because when we grew up, it was you wore your whites at home and you wore your darks on the road. That's just how it was. You could look at the TV screen. You didn't have to see the emblem on the ice. You knew where that team was by the color of their jersey. Somewhere along the line, somebody got fancy and changed it all up. And I don't understand it because I just think that it needs to go back to white at home and dark on the road. Why? But, but there's the difference? no difference. There's no difference. It doesn't then dark anything. on the road or white and white at home? No, it was then sorry. White on the road. I always thought it was because like no, it wasn't ever white on the road. Yes, it used to be white on the road. It and is white on the sorry, road. No, it used I to think be white at home, dark on the road. Didn't they change it because if you wanted to have like uh, a playoff, like whiteout or like a like Oilers, like uh, Calgary would be red, obviously, right? Because all their away jerseys are red, so you'd have the whole crowd in red. Right, I just always thought I, it was because like the so cooler jerseys. Yeah, the cooler jerseys are generally. Because if, if they only have the white jersey, then that's the home. I'm jersey. from the, the hard streets. jersey now. The reverse yeah. cowgirl. They got them all now. Yeah, yeah. I'm from the hard streets of Westridge and Wolf Willow, baby. And white jerseys are fresh. Home. They, they are. I, I I agree. The white, white jerseys, jerseys are, are fresh. So when you I say agree. the better looking jersey was the dark one, I just I, I will never. I will always pick. A jersey in white, Did no matter see, what the team is, and that's and that's fine. But it's the whole reason is because like you wear the jersey the team wears at home. So if they only have the white jersey, then people are only going to go buy the white and jersey. Everybody has a whiteout. That's I think that's well, sure. That's probably another layer to it. And then now that they, now that they wear their color jersey at at home, it it can be any jersey okay, now, but and they can launch a camo, they can launch a purple one. So it's just the exact opposite now. It's just dark at home. White on the road, but right? it's been like that it's for, like, like, that for like ten years now. Yeah, man, I'm stuck in the past, I guess. But Jack here. Michaels kept calling uh, Clem Costin uh, Ryan McLeod. Okay. He also said he was jacked up on Joe Cola and Sour Patch Kids, which I appreciated. Ah, uh, Joe Cola, it? that was the holy grail. Like, man, if you drank that, like you were doing Can't, something, you wait, were doing something crazy. The, back to the jerseys. I didn't think they were that bad on TV. They were bad. They, they, I just they, wish they, they're really like they're tough to consume on television. I just wish they went to the OG colors. Gene looked wicked before the game and all Gene looks like me when I'm hammered at 7 Eleven. You at two said in the that. And when I saw him, I was like, Gene looks like Jamie Kennedy from Malibu's Most Wanted right now. But you, know look, you have all your piercings and earrings and stuff, and he doesn't have any of those. Well, yeah. When I look at you, immediately I just think that guy's a lot of earrings. Mm hmm. And Prince Albert. Wow. <laughs> uh, is it the Prince Charles? That's too far. Oh, why? Is that your favorite yeah. prince? Is it the Prince Charles or the Prince Albert? It's I always thought it was a Prince Albert. Yeah. There is a Prince Charles you can get. Should it be a King it's Charles? It's just the now? other direction. I think I know what it is. <laughs> Perpendicular. But are we talking yeah. about it? <laughs> Shoots through it, not Ooh. up it. You say, long live the King! <laughs> the King George is down yeah. the river, though. Down <laughs> shaft. <laughs> top down to base. Is it really worth <laughs> getting that with all the things that could possibly happen? No. What? No. You could There's block, nothing you worse. Yeah, I know. No, no. An infected Prince Charles. No. And doing an autograph <laughs> session at West Edmonton Mall. Yeah, sure. right, right You'd now. rather get a Prince Charles or... It's safer. To, I'm not going to get the what, flu. What? What is the... Um, <laughs> what, why do they call it the Prince Charles? It's I just invented Prince it. Uh, it's respectful. Why is it called the Prince Albert then? Because got one. Uh, had for, one. He's trends. Oh, that's the rumor? Breaker. He's like, I got a new thing. <laughs> so Albert... He invented it. Check it. Albert was... <laughs> the dirty one from Monaco. Epstein's friend. Oh, yeah. 
Was he? No. Demonetized. Oh, no. Was that <laughs> Albert? Epstein's friend. No. Who was Epstein's friend then? Who would Charles? I'm thinking of Bill Clinton. No, Queen not Elizabeth. Charles. Oh. Andrew. Uh, Andrew. Andrew. Allegedly. Randy Andy? Andrew was a sicko. Allegedly, in my opinion. Andrew is the sicko. Allegedly. What? Allegedly. <laughs> the one opinion. in Monaco is like a dog. He's got oh, kids everywhere. Because he's the Prince Albert of Monaco. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I'm trying to think of the five in the Royals. Might not be good. Oh, yeah. He's got the Prince Albert of Monaco. Yeah, he had the first one. <laughs> Good for you. Oh, so he's not even like Prince Albert of no, it England? No, it's all in Saskatchewan. <laughs> oh. Outskirts Dude, of Winnipeg, most of this happened. <laughs> what? Outskirts of Winnipeg. Gross. Mm-hmm. Gross. Okay. Should I put this part in the timestamps I'm doing for the pod? <laughs> I just yes. went into awkward silence for about 45 minutes. I don't know what to add to a, to a cock ring. I have so. a lot of stuff I want to say that I know we're not going to be allowed to keep in. So I'm just trying to wait for the conversation to shift. Mm. Um, well, this does give me some time to plug the FIS Snowboard Big Air World Cup presented by Toyota, which is coming to Edmonton less than a month from now on December 10th. Tickets on sale, ticketmaster.ca. Explore Edmonton, big part of this. Also, in our group chat, Chalmers posted Photos. what the setup looks like. Unbelievable. It looks cool. Post that on the Insta. So, funny oh, thing, yeah. funny thing, funny thing, I got a, uh, an artist rendition of what it's going to look like, Fucking and then hilarious. a friend of ours was in the- You st- commissioned an artist to do a rendering of No, I did it physically. Oh, I was like, you really committed. Big air competition did. Right. Oh, I see. You would think, doing a big air competition in Commonwealth, you would need the space, so you would go- Lengthwise, correct? Oh, because they, they go, they get the speed they up. They go widthwise. Yep. It was bizarre. It blew me, it blew me away. But then, yeah. So we but had when you see it, it makes sense. No, I totally. I just would have lengthwise my, the Prince Albert. I just never even thought about the Charles it. down the just, river. Yeah, down the river. Here's the Charles. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is the Charles, or is this the Albert of no? That's this jumps. Is, uh, I, I am putting an end to this. Conference. Okay, sorry. So. Then a friend of ours was in Commonwealth today and took a picture of them setting it up. And we were all, we had all talked about what they, like, what do they do underneath? Yeah. It's scaffolding. It's just straight scaffolding. Oh, Metal well, scaffolding. I thought they were like, build the snow off the ground. I, what else reason. do we think it was going to be? Big Paper mache? I don't fucking time. know. That's the thing. I don't know. that I did. All snow. They were going to truck in all this snow. Remember, I even made a comment that was probably the dumbest thing I've ever said on here, but I was like, I hope Commonwealth has good drainage because that's a lot of snow to truck in there. It still, still is a lot of snow. Still is a lot of it's snow. still a ton of snow, yeah, for sure. Do you think the Elks will find a way to lose Yes, during the FIS? <laughs> yes, they will. That is a tough it's one. It's at home, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that's a tough one. Mm. Yeah. You got to see the set. You got to see the pictures, though. They are the coolest. It is going to be wild. I cannot wait to go. When is it exactly? December 10th. December 10th. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster. Nice. Explore Edmonton. That's all. That's good. It's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to it. Tyler, I'm going to get us seats like right by the ramp if I can. Yeah, do it. We are so close to Christmas. Time is flying. Did you know that Crashed Ice was 12 years ago? It is amazing that it's that long ago. What? No, it hasn't. That, oh, I was like, I didn't have Every life. single person here was on their phone, except for me and Bang oh, Bell. I'm like, I'm going to hit some people out with some falsehoods. Let's see. Oh, what's, the, what's the one that you hit? Uh, oh, fuck. What's the one that this person can't? Uh, it, when you do the math, it works with the person 16 years old. Real oh, life. the guy from Carolina. 
the guy on the Hurricanes that he was in 06, he wasn't born yet. Or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't have to look at which guy we say it. Every time oh, they play. Golf, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. The real bitch born. about this is he was born in 06, and everyone's like, yeah, what an asshole. Oh, like, oh, like, can you believe it? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Have you not seen LeBron James getting just dragged oh, on social media? a liar, about, man. About him, like, just saying that he did things before the they even happened. The memes are fantastic. The memes are fantastic. They're great. It's just he's invented Le- everything. Yeah. He's been surrounded by 12 people to 15 people his entire life. They're like, whatever you say, Bron Bron. Did you also see that? You invented the question mark? Why not? Michael Jordan's son, Marcus Jordan, is, is dating Scottie Pippen's, Pippen's ex-wife. What? Larissa Larissa Who slept with Future. No, 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 that's his ex-wife. Who slept buddy. with Future and like brought Scottie Pippen into it, remember? That's how bad Scottie I Pippen got dragged. There's, there's some flops. beef between yeah, Pippen and Jordan, right? Isn't there? Well, now there would but be. But wasn't there before? Yeah, well, like, I don't know. Some there's long a, there's a picture. There's a picture of a, of a, of Michael Jordan after winning a, a finals. Larsa Pippen is in the picture, and a six-year-old Marcus Jordan is sitting on his dad's lap. Being like, damn, girl. I'll be there and give me, oh, uh, give me 16 12, years. Give me eight, uh, 12, 14 years. Let's just say he's 20. I don't know. Well, Puff Daddy did the reverse. and Stole one of his son's girlfriends and dated her for a while. Lori Jesus. Harvey, Steve Harvey's daughter. Famous people just do the weirdest it's shit. It's a different world. They've basically been living you the Bitcoin crypto FTX life. Exactly. Happens, bro. You think that's yeah. crazy? You should have gone to the FTX meeting last October. Do you think Giselle knew that Tom was going to lose all his money and that's why she was- he didn't he lose, didn't all lose all his money. money. He's losing a lot of money. Why? What? Where? FTX. He didn't put any money into it. Allegedly, he did. Allegedly. He was given. Didn't OBJ get paid in Bitcoin? But that's not that bad. Yeah. Vaughn Miller. Look up Vaughn Miller. Vaughn Miller took a contract in crypto. But Bitcoin's only like down like 50%. It just depends. <laughs> if you sign a $30 million contract, you lost 15 million fucking dollars. All Trevor sorts of shit's down 50%. Mark Zuckerberg lost a hundred billion. I lost 15% of this so drink much. and that's only one shot of rye. Klim? Klim? Klim cost so much on his league min, baby. Real life. You don't cost Real life. Um, I just did a very good betting move for this weekend. Uh, Bills, Vikings. Opened up at 48 as the over-under. You know what I know about that game? Under. Six, six feet, feet of, snow. of snow. Six feet of snow expected Where? to fall in Buffalo between six today and Sunday. feet. Who six has feet? ever heard of six feet of snow? It, it Think is, about the weight yeah. of that. So it is expected. The over-under is 43? Hang on. Dropping. It was 48. It was six feet between today, Thursday, and Sunday? Yes. <laughs> it is expected to be one of the biggest snowstorms in U.S. history, and the Bills and Vi- or Bills and Browns are supposed to play there on Sunday. This is good for the Browns, baby. We need the weather. Let's go, Chubby. What else is? Wait, neither running back is six feet tall. Yeah, but Chubbs, Chubbs's quads are so, six feet around. I'll tell you that much. Chubbs the line up. opened at forty-eight. It then dropped all the way down to forty-two. While we were recording this podcast, I saw a report they're moving the game to Detroit to play it in the dome. Just like they did, I think, seven years ago for a Bills game. So I jumped on. I hammered the over at 42. Hammered it. And now the lines are disappearing. Yeah, they're going to be suspending your your bet. Were they allowed to? No, they won't. I got it in, dude. I guarantee this bet's going. It's good. It's in already. They can't take it away. Moving it to Detroit. Who else is going to be affected by this? Not Foxborough. not Indy, not Syracuse Denver, Crunch. not Pittsburgh. Minnesota? Isn't Minnesota close to Dome. Buffalo? Not really. Dome. Oh, Dome. Touche. Yeah, Dome. The roof um, I cave in again. Drum truck, you want to make some money? I got a line on a 10-bedroom penthouse in the Bahamas. Dude, that's it's just going through a deep That's clean. ear to the streets. Nailed it. My betting group chat lit up, and I was like, hey, hammering it. We, oh, it was a total pick. points, 43. 
over is minus 200 right now. Yeah. See? So, so what's the, what's the actual line you got there? Cause I got it at 42. Uh, there's, well, there's a bunch of options here. This game's still going to end with like 36 and it won't 43 matter. and a half. Hey. I think is what they have it at, but it's minus 200 for the over right now. Okay. Yeah, so I've been gone and I clearly am the glue that holds all the segments together <laughs> because you guys didn't make an NFL pick after one week of me not being here. <laughs> we've been doing construction tips the whole way through. Yeah, we've been yeah, telling yeah. oh, yeah. that on the yep. NFL about yep. that. That yep. way there's so much shit happening. So people have been faxing us their construction problems, and your Emchick and I have been oh. taking a stab. Actually, I wanted to bring this up with you. Sure. You had a line the other day. Okay. That when we were doing our housing tips, you were like, ah, like, if you don't do this, this, and this, you're going to end up with a bunch of water coming out of your ceiling fan. Oh, boy. Or out of your bathroom fan. Mm. Guess what happened that weekend? It got really cold. And then it got really warm and you noticed some water around your bathroom fan. Yep. Dripping a whole bunch of it. Do you know why that happened? Yes. Cause I installed my fan upside down is what I figured out. You did. Yep. It was sucking moisture up instead of just blowing air around. <laughs> no, no, no. A, a ceiling fan or a like bath my, fan? My bathroom fan. Bath fans are designed to suck air out. Yeah. Sorry. Then I did the reverse. I just had it. You were pulling down. cold air down. How does it even fit in the housing? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea how I did this. But wonder, when you see the, wouldn't the blade be? Yep, the blade was exposed. No. I was like, why won't my cover fit on here? I just been living with no cover on my bathroom van for like two months. Like a savage. Oh, oh just God. raw dog out there. Okay, hold on. I'm starting to think you did cause the basement flood at your yeah, in-laws. You, 100%. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with I'm not even, out? I didn't even know that was possible. Oh, I use it as a veggie dicer. Because the way a bath fan works is that they have a housing. It's just a metal box, right? And it's got a vent hole on it. And it's yeah. got a hole for the wire to come through. You you screw that to the stu- to the joist in the in the ceiling, mm-hmm. and then you click in a fan, yeah. and you screw it in. You click in the little wire, and then vent it out, and then you put a grill on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you put the housing in, the only way it can go. I didn't think it was possible for the bath fan to fit in upside Don't down. Don't want it, Chalmers. It's a really old fan. It's original from '63. Uh, well, sure. What whatever. the fuck did it's you like not? They're ago. forty dollars. <laughs> no, but the issue is you can replace every single thing you in your house gone, for forty dollars. It was so funny. A new one <laughs> for forty dollars. No, and an hour thinking about sports. He doesn't have time. It's, it's a bad size. It, the the new ones they make are too small for the hole. No, you can said. no, mm. you can get big. Dude, the biggest one they make is like twelve by twelve, and there's no way the hole was any bigger than ten by ten. Yeah. <laughs> going maybe off some bad info then. A very I bad info. I think you've info. got a bad source. I want to see if I... You used to text me what about you want, this stuff. Bloody Google Maps? What are you doing on your phone over there? I want to see if I have a picture. We could like, go, you we look could like go you're so busy, but I can see over your shoulder. I don't see you doing a lot of stuff. You're like, I'm going to open all my apps. I'm going to close them all one by one. I'm going to close every frame on my phone. I'm going to open up a photo app, scroll through at light speed, and then call my mom. <laughs> That's a your Rem Chuck five-minute segment. On Remember when you called your mom in L.A.? Yeah, that was. Let's make football picks. Oh, man, I forgot you did that. Oh, there's news. Let's make football picks just for tonight's game. Okay, one second. Just for tonight's game? Like, oh, there's news. It could be huge. Let's make one pick for the the weekend. Is it a blockbuster trade? Yes. (gasps) No, Tyler Benson's going down on a conditioning stint. Oh, no. Well, that'll be fine, too, because. Oh, who gives a shit? Yeah, Tyler Benson. What's he done? Who's Tyler Benson? What are you pointing at me for? 
You had something to say? Oh, I was just going to say that's good because Tyler Benson can pop back down, get his conditioning stint out of the way, come back up, Dylan Holloway, down you go. 100%. Um, I'm going to say this again. We have to couture off Kane. We have to couture off Kane. We need to make some adjustments. Last night exposed some things. What? The whole season is exposing some things. Kucherov Kane, and man, are we in the driver's seat to make some moves. Chalmers, do you hear about how Adidas firing Kanye and continuing to sell Yeezys will make them $400 million more revenue a year? More than, oh, because they don't have to pay Kanye. Be keeping all the What designs. are they calling them, though? Adidas shoe. Hell yeah. How did they get Adidas. the rights to that? Because when he designs them per their agreement, they become the property of Adidas. Adidas took them. Adidas exercised their contract and kept all the IP. That Kanye. Well, I started watching. They, that's how much money Kanye's making from Adidas. Him. Making. Kanye's making $400 million. They think he's 70% of Adidas sales online. Well, they said that his contract would have, would have over time was worth, and I know it's not money in your pocket, but was like $1.4 billion that he threw away. Yeezy, Yeezy, Yeezy just jumped over Jumpman. Remember that song? Yeah. That's what he was saying. Okay, Thomas, what did you want to do before we wrap this up? I don't know. Just make some football picks. I don't know. Do oh, stick. I thought we were going to read I'll reviews. Take the, I'll take the over in the Bills game. Okay. I, I was going to say. Well, what, what, what line? Yeah, 42, if you can get it. Oh, fuck. Well, if you tease it. I love a good teaser bet. All right. Let's Got see. any college football picks? Uh, Ohio State always. Clemson oh, sorry. Clemson over Iowa. Navy. Iowa State. Clemson. Navy over Army? Clemson over Old Navy. Old uh, Navy over Navy? Mm-hmm. You know what's good about oh, Space they, Force over Army? I wish the they would have played that game in the, the in the in the snow. That would have been sweet. Uh, like, is it going to be snowing during start. the game? Bills are eight point favorites. They're not playing there anymore. They should start a Space Force team if they really want to brand Space Force. Is dope. Yeah, forget expanding to Europe. I'm taking Washington Commanders no, minus college, three over the Houston Texans. Can imagine playing for Army? How like terrible! Oh, I'm taking the Commanders one straight up. Heineke is buzzing. No, Heineke we have to do. We have to be. We have to take spread on this. Don't yeah, we? then I'll take the Commanders. I'll okay. take the and I'll take the points. Sure. Commanders minus three. What are uh, that's you what, taking, Charles? That's what I'm doing. I I said Commanders minus three. Jay, you're also taking Commanders minus three. You said Texans. No, I didn't. Why would I take the Texans? Oh, it's fading you. Oh, Texans okay. Suck. Yeah, they do suck. And the Commanders just beat the. But that's the thing. Is it's like, do they come back down to reality? Are, are they? <coughs> They're oh, is that too emotional of a win. I'll take the Eagles in a bounce back game minus six and a half against the Colts. I you know what? I'm not taking fraudulent. the Commanders. I'm Fuck not that. touching anything Colts right now just because he's. <laughs> no, I'm taking Eagles minus six Saturday and a half. Night. Is that what you just took? Jesus Christ. This is why we don't do anymore because it's yeah. a mess. You're really you're trying to force it. And no one listening is listening. I'll take Eagles minus six and a half. That's who I'm taking. Let's all take Eagles minus six and a half and just Who's call it tonight. Baltimore. Titans. No. Green Bay Packers and Titans. Titans. Yes. Packers are a minus three favorite, minus three and a half. Which Baltimore team? The CFL team or the NFL team? Yeah, the, the Baltimore well, the Baltimore CFLers or yeah. the Baltimore Colts or the, the over under is forty one in this Packers tal- Titans game. That seems low. Yeah, I think I think Baltimore I, CFLers. Bang over. I'm not even trying at that point. I'd always bang over. All right. Uh, I'm taking Packers over Tennessee. I'm taking, I like the over in that game. They're All right. Their shit. Well, Watson can catch a ball. Nice seeing you guys again. Two weeks in a row. Yeah. and Or two episodes in a row. We two just completely disregarded the fact that Tyler and BM and I had a, a meeting. We had a meeting? With who? I was supposed to be over in uh, nine minutes. Well, With you're who? done. With who? With you. That's three. Okay. Oh. Well, then we're going to wrap this up. Get to the last. No, have it right now. now.
Have it right now. Have it right now, other, fast. What's the meeting about? Have an hour-long meeting other, and nine minutes. other parties involved. No, no, it's just three what's of us. What's the meeting about? Uh, we're building out an accountability chart around the whole podcast show division of the nation. So each English. show, who's, who's the lead talent, who is the creative producer, who is the live producer, who's doing the social Well, don't promotion. you think that I should who's be Who's the lead talent that? on the show? Is it John? I should be in that meeting? Any of these shows. Oh, I'm on this show. show. These are, this is not a live show. Live show? Yeah, we do live shows. They're broadcasted live, kind of like TV, but on the internet. But also, oh. no, no, no. I know that on YouTube and shit. There's TV on the internet? Why do, you have to, why do you, you have to have an organizational chart for a live something, but not a tape something? Well, get to it. Rome no, wasn't built both. a day, bro. Both. Yeah, it's both. I'm just bugging you. Oh. Yep. All right. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. Shout out Didn't to- even get to your mustache. Mine? It's looking good. I see it on all the clips now. You can looks see better it. better on camera than in person. I you think. can see you have a mustache in all your video. <laughs> oh, yeah. Looks so you great. can see the lighting gives it a bit more of a shadowy effect on camera. So I think we need to mascara that baby a little bit. Yeah. You know what? No, you know what you do? You light up the end of a wine cork and then you blow it out and then you use it. Oh, you're a Remember cork we soaker. Did that in- <laughs> Have you given your first mustache? You're right? a cork soaker. <laughs> what? What's, what? What was the question? Have you given uh, your first mustache right? I didn't see it coming. That's that, funny. That, hey, thank you. That question was Alex Edler and I was McDavid. Oh my God. That's a funny joke. Um, Nothing about McDavid getting hit is funny. But anyways, I, I also did do this last year where I wanted to see how long my mustache would get in the month of November. And I have a picture of it from last You're year. You're telling so me we'll that 17 days? Yep. You got called. <laughs> you got to go like 90 days. Let's go. He's only 14. Like that guy oh in the hair. Her, Gregor had an idea and I think I'll do it next year. I'll partner up with Movember. And yeah, you got called out on better late than never last night in the voicemail for just growing a mustache during November and doing zero charity work. Yeah. Not a great look, but I don't really care. <laughs> you can do that. I'll donate $5. You can just grow a mustache and not have to get charity. Yeah. Guess so. Let That'd be like Connor going to the mall and just shaking hands with 400 people for no Freud reason. Freed over There's here. no reason behind it. There's no reason for it. 400 people coughing on him. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're like going to see Connor tonight, guy, but like it's just, it is cold flu COVID season right now. Like, you do a COVID test, you take a pregnancy test. Sick. You for wear sure. gloves, you wear a condom if you're going to see Connor tonight. He should be in a bubble. Bubble boy. You should be on the Santa Maria and you wave to him from the deck. That, and then a guy falls through need. a Cinezio. That's all I need. <laughs> he could be standing on one of the submarines, just cruising around, waving at the people. That's all the you need. You will not. Kate, I'm sorry, but my wife just texted me and my son's home from school, my oldest one. And they still have Halloween candy, right? And I mean, what does every dad do? They, they take their Halloween candy. So my son had like five bags of like small Lay's original potato uh, chips. Original? Original. You're doing him a favor. They're my, they're my mom's favorite. Oh. And I thought he didn't like them. And that's why he wasn't eating them. Right. So I ate like All over the last like five days, I've had like a bag a day. And he just, my, my wife just said, it was like, where did Logan's Lay's go? And I'm like, oh boy, why? And she, she's like, he was saving those. They're his favorite. No. Way. Just like grandma. He loves him like grandma. Straight up. He goes for last. She writes, impossible. She writes, you better pick him up a bag, a big bag of Lay's on the way home. He was not happy. And I said, are you serious right now? For real? And she goes, for real. He said he didn't get any of his Lay's. So you know you do, Chalmers? For real? For real. I'm off as a prick. You buy him five giant bags of Lay's. And you make him eat them all tonight. No, not all tonight. You really better fucking like these things. 
the whole pack. Yeah. You're smoking the whole pack of chips. Got, you, and you're smoking them all. Get him a pack of darts. Uh, I'll buy a bottle of rye and I'll drink the whole thing tonight too. Well, he eats the bags of rye. Why did you start smoking at the age of hell? Does he 12? Who? My son? Yeah. 11. 11. I see. I said 10, 12. Right at the gut. Why'd you start smoking at the age of 11? Well, my dad ate all my Halloween chips. (laughs) Brought me home a pack of darts. We didn't ask questions in my house. (laughs) So I went and found his stash. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're wrapping up this podcast. It's gone long. Yeah. Yeah. We have a meeting. So we have to reschedule this meeting now. No, no, no. We can do it in like five minutes. Thanks for tuning in. We have another meeting at three. I'll just throw my name in where I want. We have an hour long meeting in five minutes. You just talk super fast, super fast, super fast. Done. I live in the land now of everything's a 30 minute meeting and it's like super fast. So intense. And they all run late. You ever heard of the four hour work week, Chalmers? What about the 40 second work week? Six minute abs? Two second abs. (laughs) But I made five minute abs. Hour and 11 minute Because it's five minutes. Okay, let's finish this. Bagnell, hit the extra. People will stop talking if you hit the extra. Wrong button. When do we get a new intro? Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.